BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Welcome to the Jesse Blake Sports Report, whether it is your first time here or your last time here or somewhere in between. I appreciate that you are here right now listening or watching this podcast. And happy Thanksgiving to all the Canadians out there who celebrated over the weekend. That's where you're getting the podcast for me a day late because it was a holiday here in Canada. But that is not the only thing we have to celebrate. Turkey Day isn't the only thing. We also have to celebrate the fact that today is the first day of the 23-24 NHL season. Hockey's back, everybody. After a long, extended summer of watching the Golden Knights celebrate, hockey is finally back. And your favorite team right now is the Stanley Cup favorite, as all teams are, except for maybe Ducks and Sharks fans. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today, I am going to embarrass myself by predicting... Who will win every major award? And you can feel free to take this and clown me at the end of the season and and make fun of how wrong I am because I'm probably going to be very wrong about these. But I'm pretty confident in the first trophy that we're going to predict here. It's the Hart Trophy. I think there's only one answer, and that's Connor McDavid. That's who I'm predicting is going to win the Hart Trophy. I know. I'm going out on a real limb here, but I think we got Hart, Lindsay, Art Ross, and Rocket Richard all sewn up for Connor McDavid. I'm not going to do something crazy like he's going to lose any of those awards. When Connor McDavid is on his game, there is no reason that any other player in the National Hockey League should win any of those awards. Let's start there. Those four are going to McDavid if McDavid is McDavid. If there's no catastrophic injury, if he doesn't weirdly not play like himself, like it, I don't know how that's possible. So that, we're going to start with the Hart Trophy. It goes to McDavid. The runners-up. The runners-up is where we get interesting. I'm going to run through all four of those awards, the McDavid Awards. But the interesting part isn't that I think McDavid's going to win. It's going to be who I think is the runners-up to those trophies. So McDavid wins the Hart I think walking up to on, on stage there when, when they're talking about, hey, here are the nominees. I think it's going to be McDavid. I think it's going to be Nathan McKinnon. That's kind of a – I think that's not, that's not controversial. Like I think everybody kind of has McKinnon penciled in there. One of the best teams in the National Hockey League. The best player on one of the best teams. Consistently is in the Art Ross conversation, even though McDavid always runs away with it. McKinnon's going to put up a ton of points. The Avs are – a lot healthier this season. He doesn't have to do everything himself, so he's going to have more freedom to be even more dominant. That new contract is going to be extra motivation for McKinnon. 
Rantanen's going to be right next to him, potting all those goals. We'll get to Rantanen a little later. But I think McKinnon is second in Hart Trophy voting and third, or maybe even second, but I think definitely at least third. This one, I think, is the first shocker of the episode. I have Tage Thompson in third place in Hart Trophy voting at the end of this season. Now, I'm going to save that explanation for a war that's coming up in two spots. So hold off, everybody who's going crazy that I have Tage Thompson third in Hart Trophy voting. Ted Lindsay Award, same-ish. We're doing the same thing. Ted Lindsay and the Hart Trophy, they're so interchangeable. I, I get that they have a players voting one, and I get that they have a writers voting one, but like Ted Lindsay is for the players to vote for the MVP. The Hart Trophy is for the writers to vote. It's the same, same thing, guys. Like, same thing. Um, so Ted Lindsay, I also have to McDavid, and I'll throw McKinnon and Tage Johnson after McDavid there. Let's do the Rocket Richard. Because the Rocket Richard trophy is where I get to talk about Tage. I think the runner-up to McDavid in the Rocket Richard trophy is going to be Tage Thompson. Now, Tage Thompson last season had 47 goals. This year, I have Tage Thompson jumping up to that next level on this great offense that Buffalo was going to have this season. They're going to get a little bit more goaltending. Hopefully, Devin Levi is their goaltender of the future. He comes in at his very young, early 20s, and he's an NHL starting goaltender. They get some good defense. Their systems play a little better. The offense is as good as it was last year, if not even better. The leader on that team, Tage, leads them to the playoffs. 47 goals turns into like 55 or 54, somewhere around there, maybe even 57. 10 extra goals for Tage, second in Rock Richard voting, second in Hart Trophy voting, maybe third because McKinnon had a great year, third in Hart Trophy voting Tage. That's what I'm thinking about happens this season. Now, 55 goal Miko Rantanen. Yeah, last year Miko Rantanen had 55 goals. The quietest 55 goal season ever. I think he finishes third in Rocket Richard voting. That is my three nominees for the well, through the order of the Rocket Richard. I have McDavid, Tage Thompson, and Miko Rantanen, who is the most underrated goal scorer in the league. Nobody really noticed he had 55 goals last season, which was a, I believe, almost a 20 point 20 goal jump from his career high of uh 36 the year before. So I think Miko Rantanen keeps it up. That's why we get McKinnon in the Ted Lindsay and Hart Trophy voting, and we get Rantanen in the Rocket Richard voting. So let's move on. Norris Trophy. Norris Trophy voting. Now, this one, this one's a little like, ooh, it's kind of up in the air. There's no really like big defenseman who's going to run away with this. I don't think we get another year where it's Eric Carlson putting up 100 points and all of us looking at like, Oh my God, you can't not vote for the guy who put up triple digit points as a defenseman. And that's what happened anyone. This season, I don't expect Eric Carlson to do that again. So I don't even have him in the top three. Not at all. I have number one, the winner of the Norse Trophy, Miro Heiskinen. Hear me out. Miro Heiskinen, one of the most underrated defenders in the game, wins the Norse Trophy this year as his official. I have arrived party. Dallas is going to be so good. I'm telling you right now, Dallas is going to be great. And the way they're going to do it is they're not going to let anybody score. And they're going to get in a modest amount of scoring as well. Like Jason Robertson's going to go off. He's going to have a 100-point season. I'm predicting. 
But the thing that the identity, I think, this season of the Dallas Stars will be their defense and their goaltending. Jake Ottinger is going to be in the Vesna Trophy conversation when we get there. And Miro Heiskinen is going to win the Norris Trophy because of how great the defense of the Dallas Stars is this season. And who's the star in that back end? Miro Heiskinen. He's going to put up a lot of points, but I hope the writers this year take a turn from the, hey, whoever defenseman put up the most points is going to win the uh, the Norris Trophy. I hope they turn away from that and they look at Miro Heiskinen, who's going to have a 23-24 season where he does put up a point a game. He's going to be in the 80s in points. And then he's also the best defender. And when I say defender, I mean the guy who's best in his own end. We rarely take that into account in when voting for the Norris Trophy. And I think this season, there's going to be a little bit of a spin on it because we have more metrics available. People are watching more games. And the conversation around defensemen isn't just, hey, who put up the most points? And I think Mira Heiskanen is going to stand out on a great defensive Dallas team. Norris Heiskanen, second, I'm going to have Kale McCarr because every single year Kale McCarr is in the league. He must be top three in Norris Trophy voting, but I think the narrative around Heiskanen is going to win it for him over Kale McCarr. But any year, I if you voted Kale McCarr Defenseman of the Year for the Norris Trophy every single season, I would be like, okay, I get it. I understand it, so I have him second there. And in third, I almost, I almost have to look at my notes and see why I'm third, but I remember, Quinn Hughes. The narrative around Quinn Hughes, I have very similar to the narrative around Mirror Heiskanen. I like Vancouver a lot more than I think a lot of people like Vancouver this season. I think I like Vancouver a lot more than Vancouver fans like Vancouver. I think Rick Tockett is going to come in and get this team to play sound defense. They're going to be so much better defensively, and Quinn Hughes is going to be a star in this lineup. And I think the writers are going to recognize what Quinn is doing. He's going to have his point of game season. He did it last year, right up in the 70s. We know he can put up the points. And in terms of the defensive side of the game, he's going to be a standout. I have Quinn Hughes third in voting for the Norris Trophy. All right, let's do the Selkie. The Selkie is a fun one because I think we've solved who's going to win all the Selkies now that Patrice Bergeron is out of the league. And, that guy's the best defensive center in the National Hockey League. Nico Escher. Like, do I have to say it? Do I have to say it? Nico Escher is the best defensive center in the National Hockey League right now as we currently exist on Earth. Nico Escher is going to win the Selkie Trophy almost every single year he's in the National Hockey League. Consistently from here on out, I think everybody's just going to give Escher the art of the Selkie, Selkie Trophy. I think that's it. I think we've solved the replacement for Patrice Bergeron. It is the form of Nico Heischer. Coming in second and third is the more interesting names. Mitch Marner. Mitch Marner and Elias Pettersson. Two players who are, I think, the two best on the penalty kill. If I was building the perfect penalty kill, I would take two players, and that would be Elias Pettersson and Mitch Marner. Nico Heischer is the best overall defensive. Talking about five on five, yeah, I'll take him. He's the best. He's going to win this award. But if I'm taking a penalty kill duo, I need a center and a forward. I want Pedersen, and I want Mitch Marner. I got them two and three in the Selkie Trophy voting. Vesna, Vesna Award. Best goaltender in the National Hockey League. Selkie, by the way, if you're not familiar, 
best defensive forward in the National Hockey League. Norris Trophy, best defenseman. Um, but I assume if you're watching this, you're a hardcore hockey fan. But I will let you know, just in case you are not familiar with the Trophy Awards. I should have done that earlier, actually, now that I think about it. Let's move on to the Vesna Trophy for the best goaltender in the National Hockey League. This is an easy one for me because I see the Islanders playing way above expectation and the Islanders making the playoffs on the back of Ilya Sorokin, who has consistently been one of the best goaltenders, goaltenders in the National Hockey League. So I have winning the Vesna Trophy this season and being crowned the best goaltender. I also have UC Soros coming in second as he carries the Nashville Predators to the playoffs, surprisingly. And everyone's like, whoa! Damn, UC Soros really did that. So he's going to finish second. And then Jake Ottinger, who's going to lead the Dallas Stars to the top of the division, maybe. We'll see how that pans out. But Jake Ottinger is going to have a great regular season and be third in Vesna Trophy voting, according to my predictions. The Jack Adams Award is always an interesting one because it never goes to the best team. Like the Jack Adams Award should just go to, hey, what team finished with the most points? in the standings like the president's trophy winner should be the jack adams trophy winner for the best head coach but that's never how it pans out it's usually the team that overperforms. so i have either i i've been flip-flopping on who's going to win the jack adams because i think it's going to be ron, ron Bridenmore because of how good the carolina hurricanes will be but they never vote like that they never vote for the team that's just good and the good head coach leads a good team to goodness they never vote like that they vote like hey which team most overperformed, and then they blame, they give all the, the coach all the credit. So I think if I think Buffalo is going to be as good as Buffalo is going to be, Don Granado should win the Jack Adams. I think it should go to Ron, Rod Brindamore, so I'm going to have him second in Jack Adams voting. But I think it should have gone to Rod Brindamore, but I think it will go to Don Granado of the Buffalo Sabres. And third place in Jack Adams voting, I think it's going to be a surprise one, but I think this guy deserves some credit for what he's going to do with this team. John Cooper. I think John Cooper will finish third in Jack Adams voting because they're going to be with the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to be without Andre Vasilevsky for the majority of the first half of the season. And I think the Tampa Bay Lightning are still going to be good. And I think a lot of the credit is due to obviously the players, but also to John Cooper. John Cooper is a fabulous head coach who does not get enough credit for what he does with that roster. He, I know they have stars up and down that lineup, but he's able to get all of those stars to play their best hockey no matter the night. The Tampa Bay Lightning always show up, and when the chips are down and their back's against the wall, that's when they play the best. And I think John Cooper deserves more credit for the Tampa Bay Lightning's success. So I hope he finishes third this year or second or maybe wins it with a – Tampa Bay Lightning roster that is going to be down one of their most important pieces and I think will still be a very good team. And last, but very not least, the Calder Trophy. How can you not go with Mr. Bedard, Connor Bedard in Chicago? I think he will run away with the Calder Trophy. But more interestingly, who finishes second and third and who gives him a run for his money? I think one, Logan Cooley. He's going to put up a ton of points in Arizona. And everyone's going to be like, wow, should he have gone number one over Uri Slavkovsky? Like, that's already happening. And I think that conversation's only going to get worse in Montreal when they see how great Logan Cooley is. And third in voting, I'm going to say Adam Fantilli because I think there's a lot of 
opportunity for Fantilli to play high in the lineup and put up a lot of points, which is a lot of what the Calder Trophy voting is, is which rookie has the most points, the points, rookie points race. So I think Calder Trophy goes Bedard, Cooley, Fantilli. In terms of the President's Trophy, I'm going to side with Carolina. I think there's there's an easy pick. Carolina wins the President's Trophy and the Stanley Cup. Should I make an official Stanley Cup prediction? Ooh, that's a tough one. Official Stanley Cup prediction I'm going to save. I'm going to save for next show or the Steve Dangle podcast where you can hear myself, Adam Wilde, and Steve Dangle talk about hockey three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, We did our season previews, and they all dropped over the weekend. Go listen to that feed if you want to hear us preview every single NHL team for their upcoming season. I got to figure out my Stanley Cup pick. I didn't come prepared with one, so I will save that until next episode. And so a couple things that happened over the weekend along with our season previews. Ross Atkins spoke to the media. I just want to touch on this quickly. Ross Atkins spoke to the media. It was one of the worst press conferences in Toronto baseball history. Ross Atkins blamed John Schneider outright and said it was his decision to pull Burritos when he was pitching one of his best games ever in terms of the circumstances and everything surrounding it. Burritos was fantastic, and John Schneider walked to the mound. You've heard me say it enough times on this feed. And he made a fool of himself by pulling Jose Burrios. And his boss said that it was entirely his fault. And what a way to throw him under the bus. I want to, I'm not, I'm not even going to get into it, but I'm going to tell you that I will get into it because there's so much baseball off season where there's going to be lots of time to dissect it. And I didn't do it over the weekend because I feel like there was Thanksgiving and I needed a break from that Blue Jays team. And I was just so exhausted hearing Ross Atkins talk and that man threw his manager so far underneath the bus and the Blue Jays can't move on from this general manager quickly enough. That's all I have to say on that. Um, in terms of what's happening my favorite segment of the show where I tell you what's happening on SCPN and you tell me a little bit of what's going on in your life. You're going to have the opportunity to tell me directly because today on Discord at 6 p.m. Eastern, Tuesday, October 10th at 6 p.m. Eastern on Discord, the SDPN Discord. If you're not a member, go to sdpn.ca, hit the button that says join us on Discord. We are going to be doing a live Q&A with you, the people of Discord. So go listen to that. It is, in, it is in anticipation of the first night of the NHL. We're going to be hanging out with all of you on our Discord server. So if you're not a member, join now so you can hang out with myself, Steve Dangle, and Adam Wilde on Discord. That is it for me today. You could have been anywhere in the world which shows me listening or watching this podcast, and I appreciate you for that. Thank you. Good night. Toronto, I will see you again very soon. And that is how it's done. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Jesse Blake, the guy that likes to hear his name twice in one sentence. Sure, I know him. No, he doesn't have an ego at all.